We got somebody new. <laughs> it feels good. Yeah. It feels good to have a guest with us, Rachel Benbo. It feels good to be here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is pretty awesome. We're gonna we're gonna just get the get the regular stuff out of the way. We're gonna introduce our guest. It's Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day. I'll do the little the little heart thing right there. I got to see my hands are all busted up. There we go. See, love gardeners right there. So thanks for watching Lancaster Connects. This is the show about the battle on Main Street, big versus small, David versus Goliath. It's really about showcasing the best of what Lancaster has to offer, both in small business and in charities. And uh, we love highlighting it here because we really believe that giving back to the community that supports our business is important and paramount. So you can help us one way. Producer Chris already put it up on there as I was trying to, with my decrepit hand, trying to do a little heart thing. Um, so, so you're saying it's Valentine's Day every Monday at two o'clock for local small businesses. It is, but you should nonprofits. You should Lancaster hit Kansas. the love reaction in any place you're watching this because the algorithms love that more than they do just the regular like. It's true. It is yeah. true. Yeah. It's and, and it's and it's it's literally just like. All you got to do is move your cursor a little bit that way or your finger that way, uh, and, and it's done. So we figured having Rachel join us for this show on Valentine's Day was nice because we love our customers, mm -hmm. and we wanted to bring in uh, a little new flavor and a little bit of give back for our customers. So we've got Rachel here to help us talk about all things uh, related to your back, related to your spine, related to your posture how you can help improve your sleep and reduce pain. And she's got a fantastic method, the Go Clay method, uh, uh, an approach of how to improve uh, your overall health and well-being. So we're actually going to do live demonstration later. I'm very excited about this. Like, this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to try to be on my best posture behavior. <laughs> I'm going to learn a lot today. Right. Right. And I'm going to sit here uh, later and... Uh, I may have some surprises for Ben. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, we do prizes here on the show, so please comment uh, as we go through the show. Certainly, if you have questions as we're doing our live demonstration, please ask. Uh, I will be off screen at that point, but I will relay the questions, and Rachel can answer them and demonstrate them on Ben. And I'm just saying it might be kind of fun. If you haven't guessed it by now, I'm a total, like, juvenile at heart. Like, if you type in, like, have Rachel twist Ben up in a pretzel. <laughs> that would be awesome. My body does not bend like that. So I will give we'll, you, you know, you, you will get the nine one one is on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we do the prizes on the show. You get in the prize drawing by commenting. We spin the prize later. If your name comes up at the end, you win the $25 restaurant gift card. If you type in, you know, twist up Ben like a pretzel, I might just give you 25 bucks out of my wallet because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Rachel, any, anything we want to do to Ben? You want to scheme here a little bit? <laughs> we should have gone back and forth on email. On, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that good. Anyway, um, you can watch this show on YouTube, on uh, the Gardener's channel on YouTube, uh, on the Lancaster Connects channel on YouTube, and on my channel. Facebook, you can connect with this show there we go it's already happening it's already <laughs> happening thank you Paige. <laughs> love you um 
So uh, you can watch the show on Facebook on the Lancaster Connects page, Gardner's page, and Ben's page as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, at any rate, our to do our formal introduction, because it's right here on the sheet. So we have Rachel Benbow from the Go Clay Method, taught by Rachel at the Roots of Health. So why don't you explain what I just shared there? Because Go Clay Method has a very is very unique. Um, seems to be very precise um, way of doing things. So why don't you let all of our listeners and watchers know how all that works Absolutely. and how you're connected to it through Roots of Health. Right. Um, so I am a Google Clay Method teacher and uh, I have my own business, the Roots of Health, which is in Harrisburg. I don't know where to look. <laughs> we can. I don't either half the time. I don't either half, half the time I'm looking at myself on screen, but the people are up there. So we do our best. It's a podcast that so some people are we listening, some are watching, some will yeah. watch later. So, yeah. um, so the Go Clay method. Um, it is a method to be able to enable you to restore your posture into um, a state that is what we are due as human beings. Um, unfortunately, many of us within um, modern Western culture have through all sorts of various reasons, uh, very poor posture. And there are, like I said, there are many, many reasons for that. But um, what the Gokley Method does is that it enables you to realign yourself so you, you can be pain-free. A lot of our pain, a lot of our dysfunction does in fact stem from poor posture. Hmm. What attracted you to the Gokley Method? Um, so I'm a craniosacral therapist, uh, that's the, my primary function at the Roots of Health and my passion, but, uh, I very much believe in empowering my clients. I feel like I want to talk to you guys. <laughs> look at this. I need to look at something. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Whatever works. So, um, I very much believe in empowering my clients and, um, for a very long time, my clients were asking me, what can I do to help myself? Like, yes, they were receiving great benefits with the cycle therapy that I offer or the massage therapy, but um, what could they do to help themselves? And I had a client who had a debilitating sciatic condition. She was basically bedridden. And over time, I started noticing changes in her body, you know, the the muscles were stronger and she was able to move better. And, and this was happening in a rather rapid way apart from the therapy that she was receiving from me. And I said, what are you doing? And she was very determined to be able to become functional and well again, extremely determined. Well, and she had found the Go Clay method and gotten the book and would u- was utilizing that for herself. And I was like, wow, and this sounds really interesting. So I got the book for myself, and I don't know if you want to share the, the image of that. I mean, we have it right here, yeah. but it's, Chris will give yeah. you something much nicer without glare. <laughs> it steps to a pain-free back. There we, there we go. go. Um, I, I got the book and read it. It's actually a very easy read, even though it looks like a large book. It's filled with lots and lots and lots of pictures. Um, and it made absolute sense to me, not only in terms of my background in anatomy and physiology, but also in terms of my background in anthropology. I have a degree in anthropology and I've literally traveled all around the globe. And, um, the premise about the Go Clay method is that it's not a, um, hypothetical posture method. 
what Esther Gokley has done, Esther Gokley created the Gokley method, is that um, she has created a system of posture that is based off of populations with functional pain-free posture. So looking at traditional societies where despite the fact that they are doing hard labor um, every day, eight plus hours, 12, about 10 hours, whatever, uh, many hours a day, carrying huge heavy bundles on top of their heads, on their backs, digging, whatever it might be, um, that they don't have back pain. They might have poverty, they might have disease, they might have war and all sorts of other things, but they don't have the back pain. <laughs> um, and then if you look at in the historical record also, you'll see the same posture represented in historical images. And you'll find that ubiquitous throughout the globe, whether you're looking in, uh, in terms of um, in terms of ancient Greece, in terms of, um, you know... Uh, Page four of the book, what Rachel's talking about. Yeah, in terms of what you might see in uh, India and South America, you know, wherever you go, you see the same basic... Uh, images. And also, very interestingly, you see the same thing within infants and toddlers. Now, unfortunately, many of us unlearn the good posture that we're inherently born with. But um, anyway, so still kind of going back to your question of what drew me into mm -hmm. this. Um, so I had this client and I, I read it, it made sense to me. And I said, okay, well, I need to know more. And we offer um, a free one-hour class, the, the Go Play Method teachers. It's an introductory thing. So I went to one of those. Um, it was all the way out in Washington, D.C. And um, took it, and that got me even more interested. So I decided that I would invite that teacher to actually come to my business in Harrisburg and teach the full Go Play Method Foundations course there. And... Um, she did that. We had a bunch of students that came. I took the course along with them. And I had a chronic neck-shoulder issue that was really debilitating. It was debilitating in my professional life because, you know, as I'm working, I often have my hands extended working on the body. And, you know, it's really hard for me to turn. I was getting really severe pain. Um, personally, also in terms of um, being interactive with my daughter, uh, I'm uh, an avid dancer and it was hindering me from dancing. And I found that over time, being able to because if you can watch your knee there, yep. I see you from the side. My standard posture was this. So Which is most very, people's. very right. typical posture. Shoulders rolled forward, head and neck forward. And with this posture, for every inch forward, your head and neck comes off your center axis. That's an additional pound of weight mm. that your muscles in your neck and shoulders and back have to contend with. So no wonder so many of us have chronic oh, wow. neck shoulder pain, chronic headaches and migraines. So you need so to really again, for every inch. For every inch forward, your head and neck oh. go off of that center axis. Because ideally we should have, and mine isn't exactly ideal yet, but getting see better. this is this is why I'm not demo. You're getting the side view of me, which I'm not happy with. Um, but, ideally, but for the sake of everybody. Yes. We're gonna so so like this is what's adding this posture is what's adding that extra weight. It yes. So, plus the cheeseburgers. <laughs> plus the 
figures. So yes, um, biodynamically, uh, when you're off axis, because basically think about your head being an eight to 12 pound bowling ball stuck on top of a flexible broom handle. <clears throat> so really you'd want to be able to have that bowling ball centered, not centered exactly because your spines, anyway, the, the way that things align, oh, it is actually fairly centered, but um, uh, you want that to be able to be balanced on top of those vertebrae. But if we're forward off of that axis, then if we were to totally relax, we just completely collapse and fall forward. So our muscles are constantly working under the radar to keep us from doing that. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we often share like muscles, all those soft tissues, they're always working, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's really no on and off switch. Mm -hmm. So if you're posture compromised, uh, as I have just demonstrated, and, and, and Ben will demonstrate shortly. <laughs> um, you know, like we, we talk often with our customers here in the store that if you're in a bad position, those soft tissues, muscles, tendons, ligaments, they work all night long. Mm -hmm. And when you're thinking about why you're more sore and stiff in the morning than when you went to bed, it's because for eight hours all night, you've been in this terrible position. Mm -hmm. And we're going to share some of that momentarily uh, through the through the power of demonstration. <laughs> you can tell I'm just a big juvenile at heart. Yeah, so, but, uh, so, so sorry, as so I go back and finish answering my yes, your question. Yes. So I took the class and so on. And, and many people, when they take the foundations course, um, they can experience immediate benefit from it. Um, I have people who they leave their ca uh, leave the class and when I see them the, the next class, and so it set us up six, <laughs> six classes. Um, the next time I see them, they're like, oh, I was able to drive home without pain. Oh, great. <laughs> Wonderful. But um, for me, it was a matter of a number of months of working on realigning myself. And it takes time. You know, this is a journey. It's not just a um, single, you learn the class, you're done. It's like a learning a language. The more you practice, the more proficient you'll become at it. Right. Um, but over a number of months, I found that this chronic neck shoulder pain that I had tried so many things to eradicate it, so many different therapies that would help, but they would never, again, get rid of the issue. Never really um, set in. Well, the thing is, is that hold. things would help, but being that I was constantly coming from this position, this compromised right. position, you can't really do anything. It's like, um, you know, somebody who has a triple bypass surgery and they keep going and eating what they're eating and you can keep having <laughs> you can keep having bypass surgeries but mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. if I keep going from this position I could get as much therapy chiropractic work massage craniosacral therapy bone work whatever it might be and it's only going to do so much for x amount of time when you're able to realign yourself then you can actually reap the benefits and be in a pain-free place which is what happened to me so after a certain amount of time I realized wow, I can now turn my head completely from side to side with no pain, where I was doing yeah. the rotating the torso to try to change lanes and traffic thing because and, it, was, yeah. Yeah, it was just too much pain. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And, and that's actually a really good exercise you probably could do at home right now. This is me saying it, and I'm not your doctor, so take it for what it is. And it, Rachel didn't say it either, but I'm going to say it. You can like really tell how free your neck and, and body is by doing the 
chin over the shoulder exercise, right? Mm-hmm. Because if it, if you and you and you can also kind of test how you're out of alignment one way or the other. Because for me, like getting to that side, I only get about forty five degrees. Getting to that side, I can almost get the chin right over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. So like I always struggle with this side issues. Uh, but that's a good way to tell. Like, are you? Is your body really performing optimally? Just like a kind of like a little self test, um, and, and then you know you can check out what your options are from there, and maybe you'll decide to connect with Rachel. But let's take a step back because um, cranial sacral therapy. Yes. So that was new to me. Like so new, I accidentally called you something else in our emails back and forth, <laughs> and you had to correct me, which was fine. So share with our watchers and listeners, like what exactly is craniosacral therapy? Absolutely. Um, so craniosacral therapy is a very gentle hands-on therapy. Um, it starts off with using no more than five grams of pressure to connect in with the body. And because of that, it recognizes that um, it recognizes it as a non-threatening force. So for example, um, let's say chiropractic or even massage, which one would think like, oh, you're getting a gentle massage. Well, if you have really um, guarded tissues, then even a gentle massage or gentle chiropractic might be too much and create more guarding of the tissues. Um, but again, using that very light touch, just enough to be able to you know, raise a nickel basically non-threatening, the body begins to open up and process, respond and release. So it's a very unique therapy in that um, not only is it so gentle, gentle enough to be able to work with newborns. I actually, one of my specialties in craniosacral therapy is that I, I work with infants. Um, with, you know, they have issues with feeding, failure to thrive, all sorts of things. Um, but I also work all the way up until people in their 90s too. <laughs> Um, but a unique aspect of craniosacral therapy is that um, I consider myself in many ways more of a facilitator than a therapist because the body inherently knows what it needs to do to be able to heal, to be in a place of balance, to be in a place of health. It just needs help sometimes. So as I'm connecting in with the body's tissues, I'm supporting, facilitating that natural unwinding process. Um, and even though it's very gentle, it can go very, very, very deep. Um, I have many uh, medical professionals who actually refer their patients to me, medical doctors, chiropractors, um, neurologists, PTs, OTs, lactation consultants, and they send me people that they really don't know what else to do with them. Yeah, I was going to ask. So, you know, that's pretty interesting because I think it's I think it's a fair statement to say sometimes the traditional medical lane of professionals doesn't always get along with your lane of professionals, mm-hmm. right? Like that's at least my view from what I've experienced. Um, and I've gone down both. I've had invasive surgeries and then I've been under chiropractic care. And sometimes there's there's different theory and different approach. So, So what is that example where, you know, an orthopedic surgeon medical professional comes and says, Hey, now I need your help. Mm-hmm. Like what's happened where they've just said, okay, now we got to go this different path. There can be various things. Um, for example, there was one fellow that was sent to me um, that uh, had had chronic migraines since the time he was a child. 
and um, was referred to me by a neurologist. And while working on him, working with the cranium, there's a bone called the sphenoid. And, and this is just one aspect of working on him, but um, it felt so laterally sheared. I was almost surprised you couldn't visibly see it sticking out of his head. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Um, and where is that bone? It's so it's uh, kind of a key pin bone. It sits behind the eyes, but all the other bones of the cranium articulate with it too. Okay. It's this kind of interesting butterfly shape. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I've heard of, I've heard of like, there's a little bone as I understand it, like kind of back here behind the eardrum. There are bones within the ear, right? Three and little it, bones in the ear. And if those get out of alignment, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong bones, but I've, I've understood that there's bones that can impact the ear canal and you have kids getting these tubes in their ears all this time right? So when, that's, that's, when, in, when in fact there could have been an adjustment made right. or a correction. So there are a lot of um, different aspects to that. Um, the auditory myelis um, actually goes through the temporal bone and the temporal bone is also where the um, head of the mandible sits. Um, so you could have some kind of temporal bone dysfunction going on. Um, you can have some kind of, uh, mandibular dysfunction, TMJ dysfunction. There can be actually issues with a sphenoid bone because the eustachian tubes pass right through, um, various structures, um, situated next to it in terms of soft tissue. Uh, there are lots of different things. So, I mean, all that can be worked with with craniosacral therapy right. and can be very helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and a lot of the times kids getting the um, uh, chronic ear infections and whatnot, that can be a lot of uh, many other factors, whether it be diet. Um, sure. Excessive use of antibiotics. Uh, yeah. you know, there can be a lot of things yeah. that add into that. Too. Yeah, yeah. Just I, I bring it up because you know it's it's important to know that sometimes you know the solution is a lot simpler than it than we might think it. You know, and that's in some of the things that Rachel has shared and will continue to share today. Not that what you do is simple. It's just hey, it was this realignment of things that fixed the problem. Right. As opposed to stacking all of these, as you said, antibiotics on top or, right. you know, not acknowledging diet. Yeah. And, and you're like, you know, in terms of the you know posture and so on, how so many people end up getting joint replacements. Mm -hmm. You know, that's huge. Right? It's, yeah. it's, an, it's invasive. You actually have part of your body removed and artificial parts inserted. And then there's risks of infection. And those new artificial parts will only last so long. And one of the aspects of getting a joint replacement is it doesn't actually solve the root of the problem in the first place. But why did that joint need to be replaced? Hmm. Like if you're looking at knees. Never thought about that. Yeah. A lot of people don't. <laughs> a lot of orthopedists <laughs> don't either. Right. Um, but I mean, if, if you want to think in terms of posture, uh, knee, hip, foot alignment, that's huge. A lot of us tend to either be uh, convex or concave in terms of our knees, and that really affects how the wear and tear on our knees. So as we're walking, as we're going up and down stairs, as we're bending up and down, uh, squatting and so on with our knees, that's, that's really going to cause problems. Or if we're just standing, like if I'm not um, being mindful about it, I go a little bit knock-kneed and that affects my knees. I used to not be able to run, like literally 
if I tried to run from here to the other side of the room, I would be in excruciating pain. Wow. But after I learned the go clay method um, and learned about the importance of knee foot hip alignment, I am actually a runner now. And I love it. Like I just had a dream about running in Europe for a couple of days here, I'm like through these nice little quaint villages. Like this is an awesome dream. <laughs> <That's> cool. <laughs> so, Very cool. Yeah. All right. Um, so there's eight steps in the book. Before we do the live demo, let's see how are we doing on time. We're okay on time here. Um, so there's eight steps in the book, and we can get this book on Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Or through the Go Clay Method website. GoClayMethod.com. Okay. That's right. Oh, look, Chris has it up for us right there. Put the put the link right there so you can get it. Awesome. And I will I will uh, uh, say it is a very easy read. I, I love the way the book is is laid out. I actually speed read, so like for me to get through this was very quick because the the trick of speed reading is to think in pictures. Mm. Well, they already did it for you. There's a lot of pictures in here, um, so it made it very easy to read. Uh, but if you're not a speed reader, it's still it's still very interesting. Uh, and, and very uh, broken down step by step, but there's eight steps. So can we share with everybody watching, listening, what those eight steps are? Sure. So um, when you get the book or read the book or you take the foundations course, um, there are various techniques that you learn um, with the Go Play Method. So there are a lot of different aspects. There's uh, stretch sitting, and what that enables you to do is to turn sitting into a therapeutic activity. So for me, oh, <laughs> you just feel space, you just feel work. You just well, no. I thought you were doing. I thought you were like correcting your posture. Like, oh, you feel I, compelled I, I, I to behave to, yeah, yourself yeah. posturally <laughs> in the presence of Rachel here. <laughs> so, so um, uh, one of the first things that we do that we teach is to rib anchor, and it might be better to see that standing up. So many of us um, in our lives, we tend to run around with a sway in our back. And one way to get rid of that is to actually anchor our ribs. So we're pressing our ribs back towards our spine. And I'm not sure how to do this. Yeah. So we're here. And so we press it back towards our spine. Okay. So you can see how that really gets rid of that sway. Okay. Um, and with the stretch sitting, this is not an ideal chair for that. Um, if I put a cushion on that, that wouldn't be so bad or like a towel or something. Um, but what I would do is that I would hinge forward, do a very anchor, and then I would create length for myself and I would come back. Uh, yeah, not a good chair for this. And I would literally hook myself onto the back of the chair. And what that does is that you're creating length the spine, which is going to be very similar to what we're going to be doing with the stretch lying on the back. Um, and that enables you to not only lengthen the muscles, decompress discs, but you're also bringing blood and nutrients back into areas that really haven't received them for a very long time, yep. uh, which enables healing. So, um, and hooking yourself onto the back, that also enables you to keep that rib anchor. So it enables your body to familiarize itself with that new position. Um, then another thing that we do is will be the stretch laying on the back. Um, so when you're sleeping, then you're able to actually, um, again, you sleep at, create, enable sleep to be able to be a therapeutic activity too. 
And oh, we have a lot of questions or comments there. <laughs> That's I wanted to make sure I was uh, looking at that. Okay. Yeah, I want to um, make sure we don't miss anything. Yeah. So a lot of times, sleep will be um, as you guys were mentioning. There can be a lot of problems with it because we're uncomfortable. We are we're tight. Um, we toss and turn all night. But when we're able to decompress those discs, um, you can again enable health to be restored to the spine. Um, nerve function to become better. Uh, all sorts of wonderful good things. Uh, then we also do stretch laying on the side. So it's good to be able to have um, versatility and options in terms of sleep, like in case you're uh, become restricted to um, doing one thing or another. Like I have a client who had a lot of vertigo problems and he could not go on his side. He had to be very strictly on his back. Or if you're pregnant, well, you're going to end up being on your side then. <laughs> um, so stretching on the side is another option for you to be able to create that length while still sleeping. And other importantly, it also enables you to uh, reset your pelvis. So many of us... Stuff here. <laughs> so many of us, we tend to have a tucked pelvis. And what we want to try to do is try to antivert or allow the pelvis to be able to tilt forward. And from that position, the spine is actually able to stack the vertebra, they're able to stack on top of each other. So we can be upright and effortless. So that what I was talking about before, where we're, you know, in these slumped slouch postures and our muscles are actually trying to keep us from collapsing forward. If we're stacked properly, then we can be upright and effortless. So um, there's a stretch line on the side that introduces that. Um, we also do stack sitting. So we're reintroducing the uh, antiversion of the pelvis there, um, creating healthy space. For the pelvis, which is really important if you're pregnant or just in general, but especially if you have a baby, <laughs> um, and able to be in any kind of sitting situation there. So then again, that's versatility. Um, again, being nice and upright and effortless. Right. I'm um, going to try this later this afternoon at my son's bowling tournament because okay. the stools there are terrible uh -huh. and my back hurts nonstop. So what Rachel's doing right now, which is in the book, I'm going to do this afternoon. Wonderful. That's great. Um, try it. Yes. <laughs> um, also, in terms of being upright, we want to pay attention to our shoulder um, posture. So we roll our shoulders back one by one, enabling those lower traps to pull the scapula down the back, working with gravity, relaxing our shoulders down, not keeping them all hiked up, but relaxing them down. Um, and then, again, for the forward head neck we bring our head and neck back allowing the chin to drop lengthening up through the back of the neck um, again being able to lengthen through the cervical spine there um, so that's uh, stack sitting um, there's also we also do glide walking so well before that we um, do tall standing too so Standing and sitting are very different creatures. Um, when we stand, our psoas muscle, which is a muscle, it's kind of the deepest muscle of the, the back or the deepest muscle of the abdomen, depends on how you want to look at it. <laughs> um, but it, it has a very interesting trajectory. It attaches to the um, lateral part of the lumbar spine, and it actually goes 
um, underneath the abdominal organs on the inside part of the pelvis, and then it comes out over the front part of the pelvis and attaches into the femur uh, on the inside of the femur there. So for many of us, the, the psoas is chronically shortened. So when we stand up with that shortness, it's um, going to be often pulling us into a sway. So learning how to be able to stand. And a big point with the tall standing too is being able to pay attention to foot knee alignment, making sure that we're not locking our joints, um, paying attention to our pelvis, being able to learn to also lengthen too through the, what we call the inner corset, which is using our inner abdominal muscles um, and the muscles along the spine, the rotators and the multifidi, to create length and space along the spine. So if you think of a corset, it, it brings you in, but things that go in have to go someplace. So it actually makes you Goes taller up and down. too. So you yeah. actually become taller when you when you use the, the inner corset. You gave me some flashbacks on the psoas muscle. I've had that like massaged and manipulated uh-huh. by a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. And it was short for sure. And it was an interesting experience. Yeah, it's chronically short on many of us because we <laughs> sit in chairs so right. often. Right. And yeah, it's... Um, it had a certain feeling about it. I'll just say that much. It wasn't pleasant. So at any rate, well, thanks for going through that. Um, you shared some success stories, gentlemen with the migraines, a couple others as you went through the steps. Any other one, one, one of your patients that comes to mind? Obviously, I don't want you to name names or anything like that. But is there any, any one thing that comes to mind beyond the person with migraines, like another person that... You really help, like, say, with, like, chronic back pain or, or anything like that? Well, I mean, yeah, there have been plenty of people that have been assisted. Um, that, uh, apart from the uh, one person I mentioned, the sciatic debilitating condition that's now up and about and functional again. Um, uh, another person, uh, very recently, that was so sweet, uh, a young man who... Uh, uh, plays baseball um and uh he also has uh um issues with his his back i don't want to list anything to specific well actually there was scoliosis going on too um and uh, gokla method is extremely good for individuals with scoliosis because um again you're working on alignment but also really um uh, something that's really especially helpful is it, that intercourse that I was mentioning because with scoliosis, there's, you, there's you that curvature yeah. and you can um, pay attention to lengthening. You're not bending the opposite direction. You're actually creating more length and space on the concavity of the scoliosis. So you're able to open up more. Um, and working with this fellow, um, it was so sweet at the end. He was just so appreciative because he was able to uh, go back and um, be able to go. He, he actually was at a point where he wasn't able to be in school because he oh, just wow. couldn't handle the pain, um, work. He wasn't able to work, uh, various other things too, and obviously play play ball and uh, uh, able to be back in a place of functionality. So, yeah. yeah, very good. Well, I think it's demonstration time. All right. Go lay down. Go lay down. All right. Well, will they do that? I'm going to, uh, will they get in position? I'm just going to go over real quick. Uh, It is February. That does mean it's President's Day. Uh, That means it's a great time to invest in a mattress. We've done very little commercial here. So I hope, 
I hope that we've earned the right for me to give you a commercial. We've got our double, double deals uh, going on here at Gardner's uh, for President's Day. So you can go to gardnersmattressandmore.com forward slash sales and get all the information there. Um, we'd love to be able to earn your business, uh, help you go through finding the right fit and uh, we'll, we'll help you find the right fit in that new mattress. And, and hopefully today you're going to learn something about things you can do to, to improve your spinal health and help you sleep better. That's the whole goal of what we're doing here today. Uh, I'm not going to read a sleep better tip because we've given you like a whole show of them. But if you want the sleep better book, go to gardenersmattressandmore.com forward slash sleep dash better. And quite frankly, we've got an amazing craniosacral therapist here that, is going to show you better stuff than I'm going to read to you. But if you want some great topical sleep better tips, that's what the book is for. Gardenersmattressandmore.com forward slash sleep dash better. And while we have the amazing Rachel Benbow here, uh, we do have customers that have had back pain that we have been able to help through the purchase of their new mattress. I'll read you one such instance here. This came from Justin. Old mattress was sagging in the middle. The backs were aching. Our ability to help find the right fit was very helpful, professional, and polite. And he said, the whole experience went way better than expected above all other mattress stores that he had visited. Uh, overall experience was great. Highly recommend Gardeners and his back is feeling much better. So you can read that review, many other reviews that our customers handwrite, mail back to us. Uh, we have binders upon binders of these reviews. It's the thing I'm probably most proud of in our business because we know we're all busy in today's world. And the fact that our customers take the time to mail those back, I think says a lot about the experience you'll have when you come to Gardeners. So without too much further ado, I'm going to ask for another favor, a little quick technical shift. So move the microphone here so you can properly hear Ben and Rachel as they go through the demonstration. I'm gonna turn the camera. So pardon me for one quick second. All right. And through the through the magic of technology, uh, I'm still going to be here um, speaking, and I'm going to be passing off the questions that you may ask of our demonstrator, Ben. I'm, Rachel, I was hoping you would have twisted him in a pretzel, but we'll get there. Um, but uh, at any rate, without too much further ado, so what are you going to cover first? Okay. So the first thing that I'm going to do is stretch laying on the back, and I just want to make sure, can you hear me okay? I think, Chris, if you want to chime in, I think we're okay. We should be. Okay. Yep. And we are good. All right. Yeah. So, again, stretch laying on the back. We are going to introduce length and space through your spine. Um, so it can not only become accustomed to that length and space, but be able to, again, bring back the, the blood, the nutrients, enable healing. And even if you're just there for, say, five minutes as you're going to bed and then maybe you toss or turn and so on, your body's still going to um, maintain some of that extra length. So you're still assisting it, even if you don't stay there the whole night. One of the nice things about doing the stretch laying in the back is that a lot of people, when they do this, they find that they're actually so comfortable that they'll wake up in the same position. So... First thing first is that we want to make sure that we have a pillow under the knees. The reason that we do that is to be able to um, 
compensate for that tight psoas. Because if it's really tight and your legs are out straight, then that fixed point on the head of the femur there, or uh, on the inside of the femur, is going to be pulling on that tight psoas and uh, making all the pulling on all those vertebrae, those different multiple mm -hmm. points, such that you go into a swag. So we want to create slack, basically, so it can be lengthened. So this is why we have the pillow under our knees. All right. The next important part is that you have another pillow that will actually that goes not only under the head but actually two to three inches under the shoulder. And do you have any ideas why that you might want to do that? To keep the neck in alignment. So Wonderful. It doesn't push by. Yeah. Forward too much. So the reason that we have it under the um, under the shoulders a little bit <laughs> is that it keeps the cervical spine, the spine of the neck, in alignment with the spine of the, the thorax, the, the thoracic spine. Otherwise, if we have it just under our head, that will push the head and neck forward and create issues that we don't want to create. Rachel, if I might interject right on that point, um, we often talk with our customers about that. And what Ben just did, could you do that again, Ben? You, you, you really do create a lot of stress. I describe it as a fulcrum. You're creating this this wedge-like thing in, in the bottom vertebrae of your C-spine. And, and how Ben just moved, uh, as you're seeing it on your screen there, to get that shoulder under the pillows, it will feel different. But I think if you take one thing away, if you were to take this one thing away from today's time, adopting that and obviously the pillow under the knees could, I think, be beneficial to a lot of people. And, and it feels different to have the pillow shift like that, right? It does feel different because it's not how we've all slept. Like we've done bad things to our posture. Today is about, if you're watching this, today is about creating what Rachel and I and Ben talked about in the pre-show, posture memory. Like we have to work to fix our posture, like muscle memory. Like when you change your room around in your home and you move the lamp across the room, it takes it like 21 days to get it right. You have to commit to posture memory. And, and what you're seeing right here is one of those things. So. I just had to kind of add that about the pillow because you could, very simple step, you could fix, not fix, help, help yourself tremendously. Um, yeah, and, and one other aspect about pillows too is that you want to, if you have a, a very significant forward head neck posture, then you're going to want to kind of create more of a wedge for yourself because it's going to be too much if you're stuck here it's going to be too much and you're going to end up kind of craning your head back so if you can support that and one of the things with the gold clay method is that we always um one of our mantras is slowly but surely you never want to go too far too fast you don't want to create any pain so um if you're used to being here you're going to over time, months, maybe even years for yourself. It depends on, on how um, tight and challenged and fixed everything has been. But um, you're going to have a bit more of a wedge. And then as this is in, able to lengthen more and more, then you're going to be able to take that down more and more. Okay? So first thing I'm going to have you do is that I'm going to have you bring your feet up. So they're on the bed about hips width apart. And we normally do what we call beaning, but we're just going to have you kind of bring your heels in so slightly. You don't have to turn your toes out, just the heels in. And that enables the, the thighs to be able to rotate out a little bit, creating room for the pelvis. 
Next, I'm gonna have you come up onto your elbows. Okay, and then we're gonna do a little bit with that rib anchor that I described. So um, you wanna make sure that, we, what I'm gonna have you do is lower yourself before you do that. I'm just gonna describe it, lower yourself. So you're going vertebra by vertebra and lengthening yourself onto the bed. Um, so you're gonna think about like each vertebra hitting the bed as you're lengthening. Wait, come back up. All right, so we wanna do that rib maker. You can fake it till you make it and just kind of allow yourself to curl a little bit. Yeah. And then using your elbows, you're using your elbows to help you get you length get pretzel like and that. then allow your elbows to slide out from you to the side as you're lengthening down. And then eventually you get to a point where you can't really do anything. So you just go ahead and allow yourself down. And you can see you gained quite a bit of length there. That's amazing. That's, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like three or four inches more. Than yeah. that's, that's good rib anchoring. <laughs> so actually, can, you might, we might want to bring that pillow up just a smidge on you. There we go. Let's have you do that one more time. Up on your elbows. And allow yourself to fake it till you make it. Curl. And good. Well, this elbows a slide out. Coming up. Good. All right. So the next aspect is creating length through the neck because that's part of the spine too. So if you have the hair to do it, you can kind of grab the hair at the base of the skull and just kind of pull straight up, creating length through the back of the neck. And a lot of times that can feel really good because you can really feel the fascia, the connective tissue and the muscles just um, lengthening and pulling with that too. If you don't have the hair for that, you can... Hook your thumbs under your cheekbones, kind of more towards the your molars. And then your um, index and ring fingers, you can pivot your whole hand around and hook your um, index and ring fingers at the base of the skull. And then use that to, again, create length for yourself, allowing the chin to float down. That's an important part. You don't want your, you're not bringing your chin up, allow the chin to float down and your spine lengthening. Yes, that looked good. Nice, and I'm just gonna reach back there and just do a little bit more difference. So Ben, when your family's on vacation next week and you're in those hotel beds that are less than desirable and certainly far less than your nice bed at home, you'll have to do all these exercises. You can refer, you can refer to this episode of Lancaster Connects. You can watch it. Yep. and yes. get all the relief right from it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one of the really great things about doing the stretch laying, whether it's on the back or the side, is that it enables your spine and body to have more versatility. So we don't become so dependent upon very specific mattresses yeah. that you can literally sleep anywhere, whether and there's some pictures. Well, we had we shown share. that earlier. Yeah, yeah. pictures of, of people lying on a bench or on the ground. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, well, certainly we're concerned for why they're there. That that's not the point. The point in this case was to show the the proper posture of it all. Yeah. Um. So the next thing you can just go ahead and let your legs down. Good. And then the last part that I'm going to do is that I'm going to invite you to slide your shoulders down. So normally we would be rolling our shoulders back if we're upright, but we can't do that since you're laying on the bed. So I'm just going to have you slide your shoulders down. Because um, usually when we're doing that hooking, our, our shoulders tend to come up. So we want to get them nice and down. And then um, if you're comfortable with it, to actually let your arm rotate out. And what that does 
is that it enables the chest to open up and the head of the humerus to roll out and it really opens up the brachial plexus. So um, that's an area that becomes very tight and you have a lot of important nerves and vein, you know, blood vessels and so on going through there. So we want to be able to make sure that it's nice and open, opening through the chest rather than being in that chronic compressed state. So that might feel a little bit um, vulnerable sometimes for some people when they're first starting. Just be with it for a little while. Sometimes having um, a slight weight on your palms, like a pillow or something that your um, forearms or palms are under can create a little bit more comfort. Um, but if it's not comfortable for you, you can always just bring your hands in and the rest of them on top of yourself. That now, when, when you visited, uh, was it about a month and a half ago, mm -hmm. I guess? January, early January, I think. Something like that. Uh, I, I went through this exercise with Ben. Uh, for those just maybe jumping in or, or listening along, uh, I'm off camera here. For those watching, for those listening, I've been interjecting a little bit. But what I noticed, Rachel, when you opened up the shoulders like that, when you said the, the break, brachial plexus, brachial plexus, I noticed breathing was easier. Mm -hmm. You know, because think, you know, we have, you know, our lungs exist in our rib cage. For a reason, because our lungs have no muscular capacity, our rib cage and everything above and around it is there to protect the lungs, so they can properly inflate, deflate, go through the thing. Which is why, when we work with guests here in our store, we say when you get a bear hug, it's hard to breathe because your lungs are, are affected. So there's things we show to help that breathing out, and this is one exercise you can again you can take right from the demonstration today, which is why I thought it would be fun and informative to to bring Rachel on the show. You can take this exercise here and, and help a number of things. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I'm a little I'm a little upset that Ben got like two inches taller because <laughs> he's already tall, dark, and handsome enough. But such as it is, it, I do feel different. You know, like like you're saying, I can breathe a little deeper, and it, yeah. it definitely feels better. Like, so, so obviously, this is this is different for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and you touched on this. Uh, one of the tenets of the go clay, go clay method is uh, small steps. Was that it? It goes slow but sure. You never go too sure. far too fast. Yeah. yeah. So, this stretch laying it, it, it can can this be as simple as five minutes at night? before you go to sleep? Yeah, yeah. as I mentioned, um, even if you turn into, move into other positions um, as you're going to sleep or um, throughout the evening, that uh, your body will still maintain some of that length, that the, the stretch that you've created through those muscles and the space that you've created. So yeah, it's, it's definitely beneficial. Yeah, yeah. Well, wonderful. Uh, there was another position you wanted to show. Right. Why don't we do... Uh, so that'll be stretch laying on the side. This isn't the pretzel one, is it? Okay. <laughs> Not yet. And, and just as you're getting ready there, Ben, I'm just going to read off. So far, we've had a lot of comments about this being very helpful. Um, uh, there was a gentleman earlier. I'm going to scroll up through the comments. Josh, he says he's going to be checking the book out. His back has been really bothering him uh, for several weeks. Um, so... We're introducing, we're, we're doing the work. Great, wonderful. We're spreading the, 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 if I may call it the gospel of Go Clay Method, we're, we're spreading it. Um, so Josh is gonna, looks like he's gonna get some, uh, get some relief here. Um, Paige is very interested, chronic lower back pain. So Paige, 
You can connect with Rachel. All of her contact info is in where you're watching this on Facebook. You're coming in from Facebook. Uh, obviously, reach out to us for a direct connection. Yes, it is. Ben lays down on the job a lot, Paige. You're right. Um, perk. It is a perk. Well, you know, a lot of people think we do that. But <laughs> it's, there's it, no time. We're just, we're just practicing bad posture in our terrible <laughs> office that looks like a bombshell has gone off and it has of late. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think there's been a lot of folks that have found this helpful. And again, the nice thing is they're going to be able to watch it at their own leisure. Not everybody has an hour in the middle of the day to spend on Facebook, but uh, they can come back. They can listen to it on audio. Uh, but yes, let's focus now on this, this new position. Okay, great. So, so this is the sideline. And um, one of the first things is that whereas before we had the pillow two to three inches under the shoulders, now we want to make sure that it's only under the head and neck, okay? Because if you have it under the shoulder, then you're going to be pushing your shoulder forward. So you just really want it to support the head and the neck. Um, next thing that we're going to start off with is a pillow between the uh, knees and the ankles because that's going to enable the legs to be parallel with each other and to um, mitigate any torsion that might be happening within the pelvis. Um, the next aspect is that I'm going to bring your ankles back a little bit. And what I'm creating is a zigzag in his legs where his ankles and his hips are basically in line with each other. And doing that does two things. So if we have, again, that tight psoas, if our legs are straight out, then that's going to be pulling you into a sway. Um, if your knees are way up, however, like this, and your hamstrings are tight, then that's going to be pulling, those hamstrings are going to be pulling your sit bones, mm -hmm. and it's going to be pulling your pelvis into a tuck. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to find a nice neutral position, again, creating slack for uh, lots of chronically tight muscles. I just have to, like, I'm getting a little smirk on my face. I think Rachel can see it. You can at home. And, and Ben's smirking too, because... Yeah, we've been business partners now for 11 years. So we, we both know when each one is a little uncomfortable, a little being pushed out of their comfort zone. And I'm seeing it. I like it. It may not be a real pretzel, but it's like it's like an emotional pretzel. <laughs> so anyway, uh, sorry, sorry to interject there. But, this is a more yes. challenging one. So. Yeah, yeah. But again, it, it, we, when we worked through this, both uh, the three of us, we, you worked with both Ben and I six weeks ago or so, I felt a tremendous amount of relief here. Um, so yes, please continue. Okay. So the next thing that we're going to do, sorry. <laughs> the next thing that we're going to do is to create some length and space for yourself. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have you bring one hand onto the bed like that, yep. and I'm going to have you lift up and Actually, kind of keep your hips into the bed there. And I'm going to bring that up. And creating length for yourself now. It's going to bring that a little bit more forward. Okay. Ooh. It's amazing so, how different that is. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Just that alone. We're, we're probably <laughs> talking like four inches. And is that yeah. is that simply because the spine was more... Like he was certainly more cut or more like bowed? Um... Or did you just There's, like go go gadget your spine? No, <laughs> <laughs> but I laid. I was laying how I normally would lay. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean you it can is literally noticeable. gain inches when you lengthen yourself. Absolutely, yeah. so, you have to. You Ben, you seriously need to go back and watch on video about fifty-five minutes in. So. Yeah. 
and when we're especially when we're tall, we tend to want to try to like be smaller. <laughs> so yeah. Um, all right. So the next thing that we're going to do again, this is a safe way to introduce the antiversion of the pelvis. So I'm going to have you lift your pelvis up off the bed and then kind of throw your bum back. Mm -hmm. And what that does is that it, it actually creates a sway. So we're going to, and you can always tell by putting your hand in your lower back, you can feel it mm -hmm. for yourself. So how we're going to iron that out is that we're going to send that bottom shoulder forward. So it's like you're reaching. Yeah, exactly. You're reaching out and you kind of catch the rest of your body up. And then you can feel again and that sway really shouldn't be there anymore. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. Then we're going to create just a little bit more length for ourselves. So again, putting your hand here, lifting, just create a little bit extra length. There you go. Make sure that pillow, oh, we're running out of space. <laughs> Make sure that pillow's there. And one of the really important things right now is that the neck is in alignment with the rest of the spine. So looking at him at the moment, that's looking, yep, that's looking pretty good. Um, if it's too low, you're going to be cranked this way. If it's too high, you're going to be cranked the other way. So you want it to be um, nice and level. Yep. And another thing is that you want it to, your head towards the front of the pillow so your head can actually kind of angle down towards the bed. So what do you do with uh, the top shoulder? Well, one thing that we want to make sure is that we're not going into this position when we're sleeping. Um, because again, you're going to be compressing all through here and just not, not, not good stuff. So... You can always grab an extra pillow or your snuggle buddy, whoever that might be. <laughs> but he's over there. <laughs> Dude, he totally missed the perfect Valentine's Day tie-in <laughs> to your lovely wife, Lindsay. That's right. That's right. Lindsay, I'm so sorry you have to like deal with this guy. <laughs> I know I know what you go through and I empathize. So having your arm over a pillow, um, or you can put the pillow on top of you if that's comfortable, like that. Mm -hmm. Or if you don't like the pillow, you can just have your arm straight, whatever it might be. Um, again, if you don't have a pillow, just having your hand kind of there can be helpful. So it's propped up. Again, you want to make sure that you're not rotating that shoulder forward. So keeping it open. Uh, another nice thing, if you notice with both the two photos that I, I had uh, listed, um, being able to kind of three quarters turn back. So that really keeps the chest nice and open. And you can even take the, have a pillow kind of, whoops, no, you're fine. Just kind of wedged behind you for that yeah. support. Okay. How's that feel? Yeah, it feels pretty good. Mm-hmm. And the forward I, like the, I definitely like the pillow either under here or mm -hmm. there. That's yeah. And this other arm here, you can have it straight out. You can um, bring it up like that. You know, whatever's comfortable for you. If you don't have a pillow, you know, age old resting your arm on your head or head on your arm. <laughs> either way. Mm -hmm. um, so. I like the tip you said about kind of tilting your head down towards the mattress. Yeah. Having your face at the front of the pillow. Yeah. So it feels a lot better than if it was yeah. that way. Yeah. You're working with gravity then? Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any feedback? Uh, it's just amazing the lengthening part of it because I've never laid down thinking about how long my spine is or should be. Mm -hmm. And just th that exercise and the one on my back just makes you realize that, you know, if you're in that sort of 
compressed position for six, eight hours, whatever it is that's contributing to back issues and posture issues, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah, a lot of people will ask me about like, well, what about an inversion table Mm -hmm. um, to try to lengthen the spine? Well, they can be useful for some people, but you have to be really, really careful because you're inverting, have all the blood rushing up into your head and Mm -hmm. uh, doing some yoga postures for myself with inversion of actually without being, my body being well prepared for it, um, going into it long before I should have, um, there was actually some bursting of blood vessels that happened. Um, But this is a really safe way to create length and space for yourself in a very comfortable way that's supported every single night. Can you apply these concepts to, I mean, a mattress, but like sitting on a sofa and I mean, that's obviously sitting. Absolutely. Yeah. Doing the stretch sitting. um, You can absolutely do that with your sofa or lazy boy. As long as you have, one of the things that you have to be careful about with those types of furniture is that many of them are created that induce. Oh, they're like overly padded. Yeah. yeah, Induce being curved and everything. So you need to be able to put cushions or whatever you need behind yourself to um, be able to sit back into them while still being lengthened. And that's what... Or it, being being aligned, I should say. And there's a couple chapters in the book about sitting. Absolutely, yeah. 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 It's actually the step one, stretch yeah, sitting. Yeah, stretch sitting, step one. Yep. I, I thought about our talk today as I watched the Super Bowl last night mm-hmm. in our sofa, and I said, you know, I would get a, I would get an F from Rachel <laughs> for how I'm sitting right now. Made me think about it. Yeah. There's no judgment. Uh, yeah. 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 Just working with what is. Yeah. Well, why don't we have you come back? I think that was the demonstration. All right. Round of applause for Ben and for Rachel. They did fantastic. I hope you watching got a lot out of that. I'm going to, through the magic of technology, bring us back, which really isn't magic. It's just we're going to, like, kind of move some stuff. There he is. He's... I had to like adjust the camera angle even more because he was like four inches taller. <laughs> so, well, Rachel, that was pretty, that was, I mean, you saw it, you know, you can literally look at where Ben oriented his head on the pillow and when he was stretched out, it was further and you can test it. Like look where his feet were. His feet didn't move up. He didn't slide up the bed. It's pretty wild. You felt that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You're stretched right. I was out. Yeah. So Rachel, thank you. We're going to get to how people can connect with you when we're done with the connection cocktail. <laughs> Look at that. I'm getting very good at these transitions. <laughs> I fancy myself like a radio host at some point in life. What do you think? What do you think, Lancaster? Connects? Could I do it? I don't know. I think you could. I don't yeah, know. I think you could. Do you want to lead it off? You didn't get sure. to talk much. Yeah, well, you, yeah. got, you got stretched out and twisted that's up. Right. That's right. <laughs> Emotionally. Emotionally. <laughs> the emotional pretzel. That's that's it. Yes. That's, that, yes. that sounds like a good band that you would have on Emotional vinyl. pretzel? That's like an emo band. It is. <laughs> it is. All right, Rachel. What is your favorite thing to do in Lancaster? Okay, that's easy. Um, so I, I mentioned that I am an avid dancer, and oh. there is a blues community. And there's a group called um, Indigo Blues. Cool. So they actually, um, people from Philadelphia and like very far way away will actually come in and uh, do blues dancing. That's been impacted heavily by COVID. (laughs) It hasn't. (laughs) But uh, that's something. Hopefully soon that can come back. Yes. So are they a Lancaster-based group? 
or do they play often in Lancaster? Or uh, what's no, the... So it's not a it's not <clears throat> a band. Oh, it's okay. uh, a gathering of people. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's a it's a regular event called um, Ingo Blues, and gotcha. all sorts of blues dancers come in and they just dance to whatever cool. band or DJ blues DJ that they'll they'll have. And I didn't know there was such a thing called blues dancing. No. Yes. Do you go to the root? Uh, what is it, Lancaster Roots and Blues Roots and Blues Festival? I have not. Oh my gosh! Um, I think that would be right up your alley. It could be. Yeah. I didn't know that it was there, so thank you for informing me. Yeah, it's a two- or three-day festival, usually. Yeah, all over downtown. Yeah, the other thing is the um, the first Fridays. Oh, there's Indigo Blues. Oh, there you go, yep. First Fridays, I uh, always love, and I remember taking uh, my daughter to the um, Lancaster, Lancaster Science Factory. To, oh, yeah, yeah. we had them on the show. Yeah. We did. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the annual event that you like to go to. That is the Long Park, Long Park Arts Festival, which is... Right next door to you guys. Yep, literally, like yeah. right over there. Yeah, I, it's a, a wonderful um, uh, art show over the summer and has really high quality uh, artists. And um, it's great to be outdoors. And yeah, a wonderful, wonderful thing. Very cool. Last question. So, when you have friends or family that you're hosting, they're in town, whatnot, what part of Lancaster do you share with them? Well, I'm a history buff. So, and when it comes to like um, French and Indian War, colonial era, so I say, you know, historical Lancaster. And mm. uh, actually, there was a person that I met at a uh, cranial sacral therapy um, event that I was in uh, Frederick, Maryland. And they were from out of the area and they were going to come up through the, uh, up through Pennsylvania. And they're like, well, what can I do? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, you should definitely go to Lancaster. And I wasn't talking about, you know, going to the Amish mm-hmm. countryside. And so I'm like, you got to go to Lancaster because she really liked Fredericksburg and the historical quaintness of it. I'm like, Lancaster's awesome. It's very much like this. You know, you have lots of really nice little um, art shops and cafes and and obviously the historical buildings. And it's just, it's a really cool place. Yeah. Yeah. We had another history buff on our show in season one, as we call it, affectionately. <laughs> Benson Weber. Yes, we did. I forget his organization. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he's always yeah, he's, he's a man about town. He was a man about town and a man about Lancaster history. Well, that's great. Learned a lot about you today. Um, so if you are so inclined, I mean, I think you should be. Uh, I think the, 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 the practice and the, the, the theory and the practicality, the, the reality of the Go, go Clay method um, I think is very, very interesting to me. Just um, just sitting here, I feel like I'm sitting straighter than I was before. And I'm not trying to. I just feel like that time spent on the bed, like yeah, I it, feel it like I'm sitting straighter than I would normally sit. It'll carry with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, your, your connective tissues, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but like everything connected to the spine got like a little shot, right? Like, like a little, yep. like a little shot of happy. because everything's working optimally everything's working better the nerves are open the the blood flow is better i mean blood flow is so important people people forget that but anyway so if people want to work with you um what's the best way to get connected with you um uh, you can visit my website, which is therootsofhealth.com, yep. and uh, it has my contact right information. there on your screen. Yep, my contact information there. Um, you can call me uh, or email me, 
and I will respond. Yeah. And if you want to learn more about the Go Clay method, yeah, so you can go to goclaymethod.com. Absolutely, yeah. Go to goclaymethod.com. Um, there's all sorts of information that's on the website. There are all sorts of videos that abound, too. If you go to YouTube and so on, Mr. Goclay's done all sorts of presentations, uh, TED Talks, and um, various uh, well-known places. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot of information out there. Yep. A lot out there. And, and you can go to that website. You're fairly humble. That's the feeling that I get. But you can go goclaymethod.com forward slash Rachel underscore Benbo, and you can yeah, get so, in touch with Rachel right there as well. Because you are certified. You are you know, certified, an ambassador, a believer, a practitioner of all things GoClay. And I think you deserve to have people know yeah, so and I'm, be connected a, I'm a, with you. a fully fledged Go Clay Method teacher, and as such, I do have my own um, uh, page uh, within the Go Clay Method website. All, all the teachers are, are listed. I gave every other descriptor than just teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I could have just said teacher. <laughs> so anyway, um, well, listen, I think this was this was a treat. Mostly because too. mostly because I didn't have to be the demo person. <laughs> we'll find something else for you. Oh, next I'm time. sure. We'll have to figure out a way to emotionally twist him up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> yep. Uh, emotional emotional bagel. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Uh, I think we have one last thing to do. That's the prize later. Oh, that's right. Had some comments for our for our gift card. $25 restaurant gift card. That's right. That's right. So we're gonna fire this up now. Hopefully we don't win. This is the problem with the prize later because it follows the letter of the law for contest law. So because we, um, oh, right. there we go. It worked. I don't have to explain it. So I'll give you the explanation next time. Congratulations, Sharon Moyer. Well done. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Awesome. And Thanks. Watching. Yep. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for listening. Um, you want to be a guest on our show? Uh, you have something tremendously valuable to add as Rachel did today to our show. As a business guest, please go to LancasterConnects.com forward slash guest. Fill out the form there. We'll get connected and um, get you booked on the show if you're a charity. And we can highlight the great work you're doing here uh, in the community. We'd love to do that. Uh, you can find the show on YouTube, uh, under the Gardener's channel, under Lancaster Connects. Same thing on Facebook, uh, on those same channels as well. But Sharon, congratulations. Thank you for tuning in. Rachel, it was a pleasure. I really hope you enjoyed Thank your you time so today. Uh, I think our, our folks at home watching did. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a wrap on this week's show. See you next week. Take care, Lancaster. Mm -hmm.